All right, friends, it's hoop ball promo time. This is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league all right friends it's hoop ball promo time this is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league the following is a hoopball presentation What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the Box Score Breakdown Show, a hoop ball presentation. My name is Adrian Benjamins, and I'm joined by Neil Rochlani. And this episode is brought to you by Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. Taste the Kona difference. Head over to HawaiianIsles.com and Amazon. Neil, how are you doing tonight? As we were talking pre-show, we could both use some Hawaiian Isles Kona coffee right <laughs> about now. Looking at the set, it's probably the busiest Tuesday I can ever remember. I don't ever remember a Tuesday having 10 games. Um, but uh, great for fantasy playoffs. You know, Adrian, I am I'm probably – my expectations are very low, but I'm going to try to – I'm going to do my best to try to win these. I'm going to be probably spending the next hour after the show trying to figure out who to stream because tomorrow it gets, it gets real. It gets real in the fantasy. For class. sure. Yeah. Hey, it's not every day you get an opportunity to win a championship, Neil. You got to <laughs> dig deep, man. Yeah, dig deep. It. Do it, bud. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Well, all these hard years have, have paid off, you know, in the gym and, and working out and running sprints. So, yeah, we'll see if I can get there. <laughs> man, I, so as you said to start the show, man, I am struggling. I am so tired right now. And, you know, me – uh, I've got like senioritis right now. I'm like so hard for me to stay motivated. Cause you know, I said in the last one, pretty much knocked out of all my playoff leagues in my roto leagues. I can't move. So it is so difficult for me to stay motivated, but you know, we do got some great stuff to talk about. Uh, I'm really excited about the Rockets and the Bucks playing each other. Mm. Uh, the Heat and the Magic were interesting because they are literally fighting for that eighth seed in the East. So that was a big game there. Um, you know, when I mentioned the Rockets and the Bucks, two MVP uh, guys going at it in Giannis and Harden. So a lot of fun stuff that we could still go over. What do you think, Neil? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, a lot of great basketball, a lot of positioning. The West and the West is still competitive. All those teams fighting for positioning and playoff spots, um, or you know how to avoid basically Golden State in the first round or the second round. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the East. We'll see how these teams end up down the stretch. You know, both not just at the top half, but like you said, um, Orlando and Miami playing each other tonight. I'm still excited for basketball. I'm actually. Um, you know, after this week, basically all my leagues will end, so then I can just focus on the playoffs, like like kind of like watching for the playoffs. So um, that's starting to formulate right now. Um, any news and notes before we dive into all these box scores? Uh, you know, I to ignore the news and notes because we got <laughs> so many games. But I think we do need to mention, and, you know, I felt really bad because I actually missed this oh, on last night's show. Yeah. Yusuf Nurkic out man it looked i i okay so neil what was really interesting i was watching this portland game but i tuned out after the first overtime so i never even saw Nurkic get hurt and i looked when i looked at the box score later in the evening the box score didn't show any kind of injury so you know i watched the whole end of that game except the second overtime his his score looked like a full line I completely missed the Nurkic injury, and I felt horrible when I later in the uh, later in the day or earlier today heard about the gruesome injury. Saw the replay of it, Neil. What do you think? Uh, horrible, man. Right? This guy's having yeah. an outstanding season. Portland looks really good. Was looking forward to them making some noise in the playoffs. I'm hearing now we we're gonna miss him for the majority of next year, probably. What are your thoughts yeah. on this whole thing? Um, well, I'm not surprised by that. I did not actually watch it. I was in bed sleeping and then heard the news today, and um, I didn't want to watch it because I heard it was pretty gruesome. Um, so I've not seen any of it. I just know that he's out, obviously, for an extended period of time, and hopefully he'll fully recover. Um, gosh, I don't know how the body does that. You know, I'm thinking of Paul George's injury. Was, uh, injury was the last one that would look like, how does the guy ever fully come back from that? But obviously he has, so... Um, if that's any indication, Nurkic can. Yeah, it's too bad for Portland. I was looking forward to seeing they were playing. They, they're just a very solid team, and I was looking forward to seeing how they how they compete this year after getting knocked out in the first round last year. This is really going to hurt them. I don't see how they. Um, I think both obviously from a talent talent wise, but also just like mentally, right? A team. How do you keep getting up when you know one of your key guys is, is gone? So and McCollum's out right now as well. We'll see when he comes back, but um, it's tough. 
<clears throat> it's tough to watch. And um, should we talk about fantasy implications, though? I mean, we kind of have to. Yeah, Did okay. You, yeah. I, I'm glad you asked because I got into a debate with my buddy Frank today. Oh, I, I know was, your buddy Frank. You know Frank. Frank, Frank, he's Frank, all, uh, Frank led me into the to, to hoopball. Like, he was a, my very yes. first show. He mentored me in, yes. So you listeners who uh, listened to the premium shows last year may know Frank Leva. So, Neil, I got into a debate with Frank. He was all geeked up on Zach Collins. He was like, I can't believe nobody else put in a bid for Zach Collins. I got but I'll be honest, Neil, I'm not that hyped on Zach Collins, man. It just he just really hasn't shown much in the season. And the Portland, they have Enos Cantor now. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't think um I guess if you're gonna take a shot on anyone, maybe it's Zach Collins, but I don't know, man. For me, I gotta see it to believe it because he just really hasn't showed me much. What do you think about it? Well, I think Cantor would be my first choice, but there's a good chance he's already taken in like 12 team leagues or um, maybe 10 team leagues. He's out there. Maybe even 12 team leagues. He's been dropped. So if he's out there, I'd pick him up first. But if he's taken, I would take a flyer in Collins. I'm actually with Frank on this one. Um, only because we really don't know. They need a lot of help there. I mean, it could be, they could even go back to um, Myers Leonard. I mean, he could see some, I'm not saying Zach is gonna is gonna pop, but if I had, I mean, he's like one of those ping pong balls in there, you know, and maybe he comes up. So I would take a flyer on him for sure. Yeah, I mean, if you yeah, have someone who's someone who's like dead weight, like for example, I have Nick Batum, which <laughs> is no point mm-hmm. hanging on to him since he doesn't even play. Uh, but I started him in my uh, championship game, Adrian. So yeah. oh, <laughs> nice. I, <laughs> you know, I hit that start all players right. And it started Nick. Oh, Batum. okay. I wasn't even paying attention. It started Nick Batum over Torian Prince. So anyway, uh, anyway, my point is, um, if you have Nick Batum, drop him and pick up Zach Collins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So one last thing of news and notes, and then we gotta get to these box scores. And you know, uh, the Pelicans play, so maybe we can even wait on this. Drew Holiday done for the season. Do you got any thoughts there, man? Um. You called it though. When that first came out, he was he's going to be out seven to ten days. You were like, "I'm too nervous about this." And yeah, and then we didn't hear any updates. And um, now it's not. Now it's almost a foregone conclusion at this point. So I, I think yeah. it, you, you probably want that call. You, probably, you want to hold on to him at this point, right? You're in your championship week, most likely. And um, yeah, I mean, we know Frank Jackson. I think he he didn't play tonight. We'll get to the score later, but um, he would be the one to own still. I think. Uh, yeah, if, if, assuming he's coming back, he comes back next game. Yeah, I, I think he actually left the game due to a concussion okay. really early in the game, so that's why he's got low minutes. But we'll we'll get into it when that's all I got for news and notes. Do you got anything before we head over to the? Uh, no, I box think it's, I think it's my turn to start us off though. Let's do it. All right, I got Cavs, Celtics first game. Celtics. A nice win here. Well, not sure the nice win. Any win for the Celtics is a nice win, I feel like. 116, 106. Uh, let's see. Boston, they got Tatum back. They got Horford back. Um, two great lines from those guys. I'm not going to read every line because we have so many games to do. Aaron Baines got to start at center. That was really curious. I guess it's a matchup against Thompson, who's now back starting at center. That I'm curious to hear what you say about Thompson because he may have been dropped in many leagues. Um, uh, anyway, Baines is not worth a pickup. Rozier gets the start um, with Irving uh, sitting. I'm sorry. Did you see any news on him sitting? Was it just rest? 
Uh, just rest. Okay, yeah. Yes, just rest. And this is starting early and early each season, which makes fantasy playoffs maddening. But um, anyway, so Rozier gets a start. Um, he puts up a you know decent line, uh, much better than if he was coming off the bench. 11 points, two steals, five, uh, just two assists, though. I thought he'd do better than that. Uh, I think the one thing that jumps out here is Gordon Hayward had a decent line here. 30 minutes, 15 points, five rebounds, four assists, a steal. Uh, seven to twelve shooting one or two from the line. Um, would you? St- let's see. Boston, I think, still has three more games. Would you stream? I could be wrong. Would you stream Gordon Hayward? Ah, oh, I don't know, man. He's been so up and down. But you know, I am hearing that Kyrie Irving is going to get more rest down the stretch. He, they they really want him to be full strength for the playoffs postseason. Like they believe they can just flip a switch in the postseason and kind of. Uh, go into this different mode, so that could help Gordon Hayward. So you know, I'm if if the Celtics schedule helps your f- fantasy team, I'm not mad at you if you want to stream Gordon Hayward. It's just he's been so up and down this season, Neil. It's just like so crazy, and we know the Celtics. They have so many guys on any given night that can go off. Tatum, Morris, uh, Horford, Rozier, Smart. Man, they got so many guys. It's crazy. What do you think, Neil Brown? Well, here this is just my. Um, <clears throat> I don't even call it conspiracy thinking, but just my intuition. I wonder if they're going. You know, there's been talks, but Hayward obviously has not been that good this year. There, there have been like rumors that he may not get a lot of minutes in the playoffs. You know, when it comes down to a real competitive series. I wonder if they're going to try to figure out over these last few weeks whether or not he's good to go for the playoffs, like whether they can trust him or not. So I think he might get a lot of run uh, the last couple of weeks. I do want to also mention Boston only has two games left. I was wrong, Friday and Saturday. But that, those are two back-to-back nights. So I don't know. It depends on how many streaming moves you have. It might be worth it. Anyway, that's my thoughts. Um, can move on to the cast if you're ready. All right, the Cavs, uh, man, Colin Sexton has, uh, I feel like ever since the All-Star break, he's really turned it up a notch. 24 points from him, full line, looks pretty good. Seti Osman, who's been up and down, put together a pretty good game here. 15 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists. He had three threes on 6 of 9 shooting. Kevin Love with the double-double, 10 points, 11 boards, 4 rebounds. A good game from, uh, I mean, a decent game from him. Uh, You know, you asked about Tristan Thompson Definitely available in a lot of leagues. I know he got dropped. Yeah, I'm still a little hesitant on him just because now we're seeing the, uh, you know, Kevin Love getting full minutes. Larry Nance has been playing much better. Speaking of Larry Nance, 13 points in a pretty decent line here. So I just feel like now um, they're just it it just feels a little bit crowded where earlier in the season, like Tristan Thompson had that front court all to himself. I, I still kind of have some low expectations on Tristan Thompson. Um, not much else as far as narrative goes in this one. We know kind of who the guys are. What do you think on the Cavs, Neil? Um, I dropped Brandon Knight. It looks like a good move um, tonight. It was desolate. 16 minutes, just five points, nothing else. Um, yeah, I think Larry Nance, if he's somehow available, I think he might be worth streaming. Um, we know – We've been burned by him before, uh, so I've kind of like put him on the shelf. But I think at this point now, we're trying to like find guys that could really pop for like two or three games. He's one of them. Um, that's really it. Yeah, I don't think Thompson I would trust as well. I'd rather have Nance if you had to pick between the two. Um, all right. One game down, Adrian. Let's keep on going. All right. <laughs> 
San Antonio against Charlotte. Um, the Hornets win in overtime, 125-116. On the San Antonio side, Derek White, another game where he's kind of struggled 0-for-10 from the field. Did go 4-4 from the line, so I guess helped you there. Four points, five rebounds, seven assists. Portal, Pirtle, um gets the start. Pop says he wants to start him. Seven rebounds, two blocks, not much else tonight. Um, he doesn't get uh, – he gets one or less – one or fewer blocks. It's kind of a deadline. Um, all right. DeRozan and Aldridge do their things. They're already owned, so you already know all about them. Uh, Bryn Forbes um, plays 28 minutes. Bellinelli has a nice game here, 17 points, 10 rebounds. He's been known to do this at times, not trusting it. Rudy Gay had a decent game here, 16 points, 9 rebounds, 2 assists, and a steal. Um, I'm not really taking anything away from the Spurs side. I don't want Bellinelli. I'm not going to pick up Bertrands, of course, or Forbes. Even Portal, I don't think he's worth it. Um, even though Pop wants him to start, he's he will pull the hook pretty quickly. And because of that, I, I just can't. It's too risky. So... But I'll ask you this. Were that, that Pirtle or um, um, Zach Collins? Oh, man. I, <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll go Zach Collins because, man, Pirtle, the whole pop factor, which you've mentioned, that scares me. Although I would like to see what the rotation is going to look like in Portland with Nurkic out. What, how, like how many minutes is Zach Collins going to get? As you mentioned at the beginning of the show, Neil, Enos Cantor, Myers Leonard. So I don't think there's a guarantee there that uh, Collins is going to get like 30 minutes. You know, we could see Collins in a similar role like Pirtle where he's getting 20 minutes here. So yeah. let's, let's check it out. And then, man, I'm starting to lose faith in Derek White. I'm going to try to be optimistic here when I say – Overall, nice line except for the scoring with the two steals, two blocks, seven assists, five boards. If the shot was falling, this would be a good line. But, man, that shot is not falling. And I can't remember the last time he put up a good scoring game. It's been a little while. So, uh, I don't know, man. I'm starting to consider maybe moving him to my bench in the Roto Leagues where I have him. So, I don't know, man. Um, All right, I'm going to jump over on the Charlotte side Neil, bacon. Uh, I, I'm i not a big jersey guy, but I think it'd be pretty dope to have a jersey that said bacon on the back <laughs> of it, man. That's my favorite food, and I want to, like, celebrate. Uh, that would be sick. Like, people would be like, oh, that guy really likes bacon. But anyways, um, <laughs> tw- hey, hey, and you know what? I Maybe I need to also ask you from a fantasy perspective – is it time to make a move on this guy? He's starting 36 minutes here tonight, 24 points, three steals, one assist, six rebounds. I believe he started the last few games as well. Uh, I don't know, man. He is definitely on my radar. Uh, Bridges, who's been playing well, only 10 points, but uh, I think he's still worth an add. Still did all some other stuff in the box score with five rebounds, three assists, a steal, a block. Played 35 minutes, gave you two threes, so I'd look for him. 
Kemba Walker, man. Uh, you know, had a down game earlier in the week when he played the second part of a back-to-back. Now in this game, exploded with 38 points, 11 assists, nine rebounds, two threes, 14 of 31 from the field, eight of 11 from the line. A great game from him. You know, he said in the interview at the end of the game that they're going, they're trying to get the playoffs. I believe they're on a winning streak. They are really trying hard to get that last spot in the, uh, for the playoffs. So, um, what else? Uh, man, I don't trust the bench guys. Kaminsky looked really good, but. I can't trust him or Lamb. Uh, I I think did, did Lamb get hurt in this one? Hang on, let me. Uh, I'm trying to see. Yeah, Lamb right ankle sprain. So this is why. Um, this is why he only got 21 minutes. So hopefully he'll be back in the next one. Uh, what do you think of the Hornets? Uh, yeah. Between this ankle sprain from Lamb and then Batum being out, yeah, I think Bridges and Bacon are are. Good to be picked up. Bacon's now had three games in a row with 30 minutes or more. Clearly, the, those guys are producing on the wings. So, yeah, I think I would, I would, I'm going to look to pick them up if I can and stream them. I don't think they have a very good schedule, though. So, that would be the only downfall to not pick them up. Let's see. They've got, um, they got Friday, Sunday. So, maybe I will target him on Thursday if I can, if that makes sense to get him those two games. But I think he could go off <clears throat> if I need those stats. So, th- those are two guys I'm looking at. Uh, yeah, I don't trust Kaminsky either, like you said. Hernan Gomez as well, I don't trust. So I would not be surprised if Lamp sits on next game. Um, all right, let's go on to the next game of the night. I've got uh, Orlando beating the Heat. Orlando now the eighth seed, 104.99. They get the win here on the road. Vucevic um, goes nuts again, um, does every single category. Jonathan Isaac, Adrian, uh, I know you're kind of out of your rotor league, but Nice night from him, right? One steal, two blocks, 19 points, six rebounds, two assists, eight of 13, three, three. This is a nice line for Jonathan Isaac, man. <laughs> this is the line that you yeah. wanted when you drafted him. Aaron Gordon had a decent night, uh, double-double, 14 and 10. Augustine, he's had some really solid games, uh, 17 points, four rebounds, seven assists, nine attempts in the free throw line. Like this line tonight, Evan Fournier, unfortunately, he kind of disappointed. 11 points, four rebounds, three assists. Tanner Rontz. Terrence Ross, excuse me, also not so great. And then Michael Carter-Williams comes back to earth, plays 18 minutes. Uh, does get six assists and six rebounds, so decent there. Um, I am not going to trust him. I There's really nothing new here. Terrence Ross, I guess, could be streamed. But I think I'd rather have actually Bacon or um, Bridges at this point off of Charlotte um, over uh, Terrence Ross. So I think they're better streaming options on the wing. Uh, Augustine, I guess if you need assists... He might be worth a stream, but he's he's not points and assists, but it's always going to get you. Um, any thoughts on Orlando? In general, just want to say uh, the Magic been playing really good ball lately. This is a big win for them. Neil, they leapfrogged Miami now to take the eighth uh, seed in the East. Miami now moved to ninth. So this was a big win for Orlando, who's had some some big victories this week. And uh, as you said, man, Jonathan Isaac, you know, I'm really curious where this guy goes next season because he shows flashes like tonight. I mean, this line tonight, Neil, is ex- just as you said, is exactly why we draft Jonathan Isaac. I mean, the defensive stats even gave you some threes. Nice, uh, like, nice efficiency from the field. I mean, this is beautiful, but just 
Can he do this consistently for a whole season? That is the question mark. And I'm curious, going into next season, will people believe that he can? Will his draft value jump up? Mm. Like, I'm really curious to see what happens with Jonathan Isaac next year. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm going to jump over to the Miami Heat. A- any closing thoughts there, Neil? I really, I really think it depends on, um, you know, how if let's say Orlando makes the playoffs and Isaac has a nice playoff series, I think then his stock mm-hmm. might rise. You know, I think that might be the key. You know, I think that is such a great take, man. Because how many guys improve their draft stock in the playoffs? You see it all the time that like. These uh, fringy type players will have a monster run in the playoffs, and you, you you see their draft stock like just soar going into the summer and into the uh, next season. So I think that's a really good point, man. If he had a big postseason, people would probably be buying in on him big time. Uh, all right, I'm going to jump over to Miami. Uh, Dion Waiters was probably the biggest bright spot here with 26 points nice scoring line had five threes 10 of 18 from the field uh Dwayne Wade man this guy's been playing really good uh most likely I guess he's probably rostered all over the place but uh possible in some shallower leagues he could still be available if Miami has a good schedule that fits for you I think he could be worth a stream you know play 29 minutes here 22 points Three steals, seven assists, seven rebounds, two threes, a nice full line there. Drogic, very disappointing if you're counting on him. Only one of six shooting. Richardson, man, Neil, you and I have been talking about this. The shooting is just a little disappointing. We, I know I had really high expectations on him. So four of 12 from the field, 17 points for him. Um, Bam Adebayo's got that start, got that starting gig in the front court now. Nine points, eleven rebounds, two steals, no blocks is disappointing, but he's the guy I think you want to own in the front court. Neil Kelly Olenek has really disappeared. I know in the in one of the previous shows you talked about now that like James Johnson is getting consistent run that could be hurt hurting Kelly Olenek. I mean Kelly Olenek only got twenty three minutes. Foul trouble really wasn't an issue. So I think you made a good point that uh, Johnson and, you know, it's like all of a sudden getting really crowded in this front court with, you know, Whiteside is still getting minutes in the rotation. Bam has now emerged. So uh, Kelly Olenek does not feel so reliable anymore. Neil, what do you think of the Miami Heat, man? Yeah, Olenek, I guess, the major disappointment. We we both, or at least I I was a little high on him once he kind of got that starter's role. I was a little nervous about James Johnson cutting into his minutes. Didn't look like it was happening too much, but um, we've talked about Miami being hard to trust um, with so much depth here. And obviously, Dwayne Wade's going to be featured down the stretch. So I think uh, Olenek can be moved on from uh, if you own him. Adebayo, I think, is safe, though. I think he's one guy who's safe from this team. Waiters, if you want to take a flyer on a scorer, he's going to chuck the ball tonight. He was knocking him down, so it worked out for you in the points and the three-pointers. Um, that's really it. Uh, not much else. I, obviously, Josh Richardson we trust and then Wade, but uh, not much else here. I, you know, I, I thought Dragic was going to kind of come back and, and play a much bigger role. I have him starting in one league, and tonight, obviously, he didn't do anything. So I think you can move on from him as well. Uh, same with Whiteside. He seems to be done uh, for the year. All right, um, moving on to my Chicago Bulls against Toronto Raptors, 103-112. Chicago, a whole host of guys resting. Levine, Dunn, 
Otto Porter, of course, Wendell Carter's been out for the season. Um, it's just they're in full tank mode now, Adrian. They finally learned to go to full tank mode at this point in the season. Um, let's see. Marketing actually had kind of a weak night, just two of ten shooting. He um, just had ten points and nine rebounds. Lopez, low-end stat line, two. I really think between Selden Jr., Archie Diacono, and Shaquille Harrison, I'm going to go with Shaquille Harrison as, as the guard you want just because I've only seen this team play a few times all the way through, and Harrison just looks like the guy who can will have the higher usage, um, a little more dynamic than those other, other wings, and um, <clears throat> I, I would just roll with him. Tonight he had a decent line, 15 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists. Three steals. If Dunn is going to be out and Levine is going to be out for extended period of time, which I'm assuming that's the case, I, I would definitely confirm before you rush out and get anyone on this um, on this team. But uh, once that's confirmed, uh, between Selden, Archie Diacono, and Harrison, I would take Harrison. All right, that's, I'm done. I like. I like your take, and you know we've seen Harrison actually have some decent games previously in the in. Uh, some of these recent games that they played lately. So, uh, you know, this, this doesn't feel like a fluke. I feel like when Harrison, if he's going to guarantee to start and get minutes in the, uh, 30 range, I think he's going to be useful like he was here tonight. And, you know, I think the bulls are, it's clear they're tanking. I mean, I'd expect to see more rest from, uh, the bulls, studs so you know maybe expect more games from harrison and selden and some of these fringy guys um all right Neil, i'm gonna jump over the, the toronto raptors and uh a little disappointing here um you know it was uh it was a kind of an easy victory here for the raptors so leonard and like a lot of these starters only getting low 20 minutes in fact no starter played over 22 minutes so some low lines here 14 points for Leonard did have six steals five assists four rebounds so it's a good game Lowry with 14 points six assists four threes he he did his thing Siakam with 13 points two assists five rebounds Gasol a little disappointing on the offensive end only two points but did give you six rebounds two blocks and a steal uh Danny Green I think I'm pretty sure I I rolled the dice on him tonight. It was not pretty. Only eight points, two assists, and a steal, two threes. So a lot of the guys on the bench getting some extra run. Uh, Norman Powell had 20 points. Um, you know, double-digit scoring from Ananobi and Abaka, but hard to trust the bench guys on in you know most of the time. What do you think of the Raptors? Yeah, um, it was kind of uh, interesting to see Gasol not have a very good game. Um, but um, other than that, it's just an off night. I still trust him over Ibaka. Um, uh, yeah, like you said, it was a blowout, so things were a little weird tonight. Um, no changes from what I saw tonight from the Raptors. All right, uh, move on to the um, next game here. I've got Atlanta 130, the Pelicans 120. Atlanta seems to love to win basketball games. Um, tonight, um, Trey Young, 33 points, 12 assists, 12 of 24 shooting, five three-pointers, and a steal. Adrian, is he changing your mind? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you know what sucks, Neil? <laughs> is, 
I feel like maybe for like the rest of Trey Young's career, I'll never just truly be able to just appreciate Trey Young because I'll always be comparing him to Luka Doncic. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we can't just look at Trey Young in a vacuum because he's great, man. He Trey Young, you know, go, coming into this season, I had him labeled as the biggest bust potential. Not that he was going to be a bust, but he had the highest percentage to to be a bust. And I'm really glad that it doesn't look like he's a bust. He looks like the real deal. He looks like he's going to be a solid point guard. It's just a shame to me that, like, I'll always have to ask, is he better than Luka Doncic? And, man, <laughs> not Neil, Luka Doncic triple-doubled tonight. So uh, <laughs> I'll take Luka, man. I'll take Luka. What do you think? Yeah, and like you said, we have to appreciate these guys. It's so hard to, like, Think of a, just any basketball player. Like I, when I when I think of LeBron, I, I often think of Jordan. You know what I mean? Like I just want to mm-hmm. compare him. Um, but yeah, Trey Young has. I I was totally with you too. I thought he had the highest bust potential of all the guys coming into the league. Like those those like lottery top five seven picks. Um, but he has been a sen- sensational. Um, I just didn't think he had the size to like defend. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to get like torn up on the defensive end, and I thought he was going to like shoot like. 30% from the field this year and turn the ball over like Man, 10 times. Yeah. You're reading my mind. That was, I think a lot of people, his size, he's so small. And you know, his, his last year in college, the first half of the season, he was a beast. He looked like the second coming of Steph Curry. And then midway through that college season, he really started falling off. And people were like, well, he can't keep up with the physicality. What's he going to do when he gets into the NBA? I mean, these are like, mega stud athletes like he's not going to be able to hang with these guys so i think you're right man it was a lot of people were questioning physically could he hang in the nba and he's showing that he can man he looks really good yeah he's awesome i love him now um anyway we should probably not stand too much <laughs> i'm sorry got off track we there. picked a bad night to go off <laughs> I know. uh john collins unfortunately fouled out here in 20 minutes but uh he is oh. another superstar not a superstar but a great player uh i think in the nba to come they have a great young core here uh between young and collins and they got two draft picks next year getting dallas's pick um Dwayne deadman had a solid game 18 points nine rebounds Torian Prince, uh, kind of quiet for 33 minutes, nine points, two rebounds at half, five assists, a steal and a block. Turned the ball over four times, though. Alex Len had a nice game off the bench. Um, Bembry, Carter, I really don't think they had to play too hard. I think New Orleans is trying to lose. Um, is, you know, is really, that's their MO right now. So a lot of guys got minutes and put up some nice points. Um, if you had to stream one guy here off Atlanta's bench, I don't know what their schedule is off the top of my head. It might be Bembry. Um, because he can do steals, he can do blocks, he can do assists, he can get rebounds, he can get a lot of different categories. And as I found out last week, one extra steal or one extra block can win you a week. Um, they only play Friday, Sunday, so you can just stream for those last for the weekend. Anyway, um, any thoughts on the Hawks? Uh, not really much for me to add. You you covered everything there. Um, I am going to head over to the Pelicans. I'll start with Julius Randle, locked and loaded for the final stretch here. 24 points and a full line, five assists, nine rebounds, one three. Uh, Frank Jackson, you know, 20 points here tonight, but left 
this game, I believe, in the third quarter with a concussion. My fingers are crossed that this isn't a serious concussion because then I think he would miss a few games. Let's hope that it isn't anything serious and that he's back soon because uh, I'm counting on him in a few Roto Leagues. I got him locked in my roster. Um, Peyton with a decent game, 11 points, 9 assists, 6 rebounds, 2 steals. Um, Diallo got the start, but he got in some foul trouble. Four fouls in 19 minutes, had only five points. Um, you know, Neil, one thing I want to talk about, man, I was really surprised when the Bucks cut Christian Wood. Uh, I think it was like a few weeks ago when they signed Pau Gasol. And, uh, I thought that Christian Wood had some potential and he flashed it here tonight, man. 23 points. Six blocks, three steals, nine rebounds, one assist, seven of nine shooting from the field. He gave you a three. This is a great game for him. I'm not sure if he's worth a pickup because, uh, you know, coming off the bench, I don't think he's going to get 32 minutes like he did tonight all the time. But I'm keeping an eye on this guy. And what a great addition for the Pelicans to just get this guy for free. And uh, I think that the Bucks. I mean – even though the Bucks are going to win now. So I think that's why they cut him. But uh, I think this kid could be pretty good one day. What are your thoughts on the Pelicans, Neil? Man, that might be the fantasy line of the night. I mean, that well, the 8 of 14 free throws kind of hurt him. But everything else is just phenomenal. My God, six blocks, three steals, um, three-pointer. That's what Aaron Brucey calls 10 cash counters, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> that's sweet. Um, anyway. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know enough. I mean, I'm assuming they're just gonna like try to lose and play all these guys so many minutes. Um, so maybe from night to night it fluctuates. I don't know if you can trust it. I mean, I still think Zach Collins or Christian Wood. I, I, I actually couldn't tell you right now off the top of my head, just because this line is crazy. Um, I'd probably go Zach Collins anyway. Um, all right, let's go on to the next game. Milwaukee against Houston. A marquee matchup, as you mentioned earlier, 94-108. The Bucks win comfortably. Houston side, let's start with James Harden. 9 of 26 from the field, just 1 of 9 from three-point land. Really struggled tonight. Four turnovers. Did have two blocks, so nice there. Of course, he gets to 23 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists. Gordon, Eric Gordon, horrible night. You don't even want to know his line. Um, P.J. Tucker, likewise. All these guys struggled shooting. Um, Clint Capella, he did his thing, had a nice night shooting, 8 of 11, 17 points, 11 rebounds to go with two blocks and a steal. Chris Paul, solid as ever, 19 points, 9 rebounds, 4 assists. Daniel House, um, surprisingly, he held form, 15 points, 4 rebounds, 5 three-pointers, 5 of 10 shooting. So not a great line, but he got you decent three-pointers and decent scoring um, and percentages. Uh, Austin River struggled, Shumpert, Clark, I think... If I'm going to own a wing, I think it might be Daniel House. How crazy is that over Gordon and Tucker? What do you think? Yeah, that, yeah, I agree with that, man. House has been uh, House has had some good games. If if yeah. you look at his game log, he's had some good games. Yeah, and I, I, yeah. Gordon and Tucker, I just don't trust them. I mean, Gordon's probably safer than Tucker, um, but I think I think I'd rather have House. That might yeah. sound crazy. Anyway, uh, any thoughts? Any other thoughts before you do the Buck side? Yes, a lot of people did not know that the winner of this game wins the MVP trophy. So, 
Giannis Antetokounmpo is your NBA MVP. Congratulations to Giannis. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but how I, cool would that be? Right be by like... some of these voters, <laughs> might be like, well, when they went head to head. Yeah, not much for me to add. You know, the Rockets, their narratives like feels like it's kind of set in stone. It's like uh, the main stud guys. You got your fringy guys like Gordon. You know, House that every once in a while you can plug in and trust and then you know these other guys like rivers shumpert like you're not even touching those guys so it's it's it feels like that's pretty much locked in oh for didn't play in this one green didn't play in this one um i'm going to jump over on milwaukee side and some nice lines here from the bucks i'll start with I'll start with the MVP, Giannis, 19 <laughs> points, 14 rebounds, four, big double-double, four steals, two, uh, one, I'm sorry, four assists, one steal, one block. Did have five turnovers, but uh, seven of 15 from the field, five of seven from the line. Brooke Lopez has been playing really well. Uh, his production from the three-point range is just outstanding. Three threes tonight, had 13 points, had he had eight rebounds and assists, five of eight from the field. Middleton with a decent line here, 13 points, five rebounds, two steals, one three. Ooh, shot six to 23, so that's not pretty shooting. But, um, uh, yeah, it's okay. Bledsoe also just uh, was okay. I mean, the 23 points is nice. Had seven assists, three rebounds, a steal, two blocks. So did some nice contribution in like all across the board. But 9 and 19 shooting from the field was 4-7 from three-point range. Brown got the start, 11 rebounds, three assists. He had eight points. Neil, I want to give you some props, man. You said Connaughton could be worth a stream, and he played really nice here tonight. 31 minutes 14 points. How's this for defense? Two steals, two blocks. Love that defensive contribution. Four assists, seven rebounds, four threes. This is a really nice all-around line. It gave you some efficient shooting, too. Four or five from the field, a perfect two or two from the line. Connaughton, that was a great call, Neil. He looks really good. Um, what are your thoughts on the Bucks? Yeah, when Brogdon went down, I thought he could be the one that would get the um, opportunity. I didn't know he would do a line like this. This is phenomenal um, with all the defensive stats and three-pointers, but um, this might be a high watermark. But, yeah, I think you can trust him for certainly uh, a startable value um, in 12-team leagues, so glad to see it work out. Um, no other thoughts here on this team. Um, yeah, it's just unfortunate they're so injured going into the playoffs. I would love to see them healthy. Um, we'll see if they get anyone else back. Anyway, uh, going on to the next game here, L.A. Clippers, 122, Minnesota, 111. Clippers, let's see, who are they missing tonight? Um, Shamet did not play. So they had, because um, I saw Garrett Temple here in the starting lineup, so that kind of threw me off. He didn't play that poorly, though. Uh, 15 points. He's more of a he's more of a guy that, like, helps a team win. He kind of reminds me of, like, Brogdon a little bit. Like, he helps your team win, but doesn't really do a ton of, although Brogdon's had a great season up until this point, so that's a bad example. But anyway, 15 points, four rebounds, three assists, um, two steals, five three-pointers. So he was he was draining the threes tonight, so that helped his line. Gallinari, monster line. He's been so solid all year. Zubac, low-end line. Um, no blocks tonight. It's not even a low-end line, kind of a poor line. Beverly, uh, I just don't. I mean, got the two blocks, got five assists, decent. Gilgis Alexander, uh, next year, he's my guy. This year, 
hit and miss. Uh, Lou Williams and Harold off the bench have some pretty decent games. No changes from me from this line. I'm not going to reach out. I'm not going to run out to get Temple, um, even if Shemet's out for a while. Uh, any thoughts on the Clippers? Yeah, not a lot of changes for me either. Um, you know, I just want to say, though, from a reality standpoint real quick, I heard on NBA TV tonight that the Clippers are 14-5 and five since trading Tobias Harris. And, man, Neil, they're sitting at the sixth seed in a very uh, – very loaded Western conference. It's just unbelievable uh, how well that they played. And uh, man, I'm really curious to see if they can like get how far they can get in this playoffs. So um, what an outstanding, what an outstanding run for the Clippers, man. They have just been playing really good. Uh, and then from a fantasy standpoint, just really not much for me to add. We kind of know who their guys are. I'm going to jump over on Minnesota Towns doing his thing, double-doubled with 24 points, 13 rebounds, two steals, three assists, two threes on 6-17 shooting in front of the field. Love the 10 of 11 shooting from the line. Wiggins doing his thing, 22 points, two steals, three assists, three rebounds, and two threes. He shot 9 of 21 from the field. Um, I'm streaming Jones in a few leagues, and he was pretty good here tonight. Uh, 13 points with eight assists. Two rebounds, gave you a three threes, shot five of nine from the field. Dario Saric, where have you been, man? 18 points, a steal, one assist, five rebounds, two threes, seven of 10 shooting from the field, two of two from the line. We know that uh, Rose is done, Teague is done, Covington is done. So fire up your Jones. You know, if you want to take a look at Dario Saric, I know. I gave up on him a few weeks ago. Maybe he's ready to finally turn things around here. Uh, Josh Koji, low end line, nine points. You know what? I love the three steals, the block, three assists, four rebounds. I think he's worth a stream in um, if you need um, if you need what he can give you because it looks like he's locked into thirty like minutes in a start, thirty plus minutes in a starting role. Neil, what do you think of the Timberwolves? Um. Yeah, like you saw, Sarge. Nice to see him have a good game here, but it's it's just too too far and few in between. So I'm not going to uh, trust him. Um, Josh Okoji is a little interesting. Um, he does. He's has like you said. He's gotten 30 plus minutes now, five nights in a row. Um, he's had some solid games. Um, I think he should be streamed as well. Uh, tonight was a little bit off night. And then, Adrian, if you would have told me at the beginning of the year that I would be starting Tyus Jones as my main point guard <laughs> in my rotisserie league that I care the most about, I would have told you you're crazy, but that's the way fantasy works, and you never know how injuries are going to play out and who's going to emerge at the end of the season and what categories you need. So it's just got to roll Neil, with it. Can I, Neil, yeah. can I tell you, this is not a joke. In yeah. my in my um, home league, it's a fourteen team roto league. This is not a joke. I have these guys in my starting lineup. You are gonna laugh at me. Tyus Jones, um, Frank Jackson, Jalen Brunson. I mean, I, these guys are. I never take them out of my starting spots. I mean, yeah. just as you said, if you would have told me at the beginning of the year, I would have all three of these guys like locked into my lineup where I'm not even taking them out. I would have told you you were 
bat crap crazy, man. <laughs> so I, I, I hear you when you say it is such a trip at the end of the year. You know, Neil, you know, uh, two years ago, I won a championship by starting Patty Mills. Like this was like two seasons ago. Uh, Patty Mills, just the final week of the season, we just like started for the Spurs and he had like two big games in the final week and he helped me win like a Roto League. It was crazy. So man, we see some crazy stuff at the end of the season. Sorry for that rant. No, no, no. The way it works out, usually like, yeah, you draft a big team. I usually have about half to like two thirds of my core still there. And then the other one third to half is like two like new guys. I'm just rotating in, and just the way it works out. Um, but yeah, so you got to always uh, keep up with this. Um, all right, but no other news there. We've got two more games uh, that are completed: Sacramento, Dallas is the next one. The Kings get the win here, one twenty-five, one twenty-one. I will leave the rookie of the year for you to talk about, <laughs> and I will talk about the Sacramento Kings. Monster lines from so many players. De'Aaron Fox, 23 points, 8 assists, 11 of 12 from the free throw line. Love this guy, Adrian. Um, Bogdanovich even had a good game off the bench. 14 points, 3 rebounds, 5 assists. Colley Stein delivered. Barnes delivered. The one guy I'm streaming, eh, Bielitsa. 8 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists. I really want to see a steal and a block from him. Did not happen tonight. Bagley, I guess, is the one disappointment. He's had such monster games when he... Tonight, just kind of meh in 24 minutes, 14 points, two rebounds, two assists. Um, no defensive stats to speak of. Any thoughts here on the Kings? Uh, just some really nice games all around from the Kings. And uh, not too much else, though, to add. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm just I was trying their schedule really quick to see if there's any way. Yeah, they've got three more games. So I do okay. want to just quick quickly say, sorry, I jump back in because I kind of brushed over that. I think Bogdanovich, um, if you want to stream him for the end of the week, they play Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. So they have a three out of four games there. They're nice. a team that could be heavy. Yeah. So Bogdanovich, maybe Bielitsa. I might hold on to him. We'll see. Um, other guys are probably already taken. I would say like Barnes, Fox, Heald, and Stein. All right, I'm going to jump. I'm going to jump over to Dallas. Neil, you know I'm singing Hallelujah, <laughs> man, and I love me my Luka Doncic. That what, man? Twenty eight points, twelve assists, twelve rebounds. Neil, I believe this is the seventh triple double for um who i think should win rookie of the year but um that still remains to be seen so um neil do the mavericks play the hawks anytime soon because that the winner of that game should be crowned rookie of the year no i i'm just kidding guys uh dwight powell 21 points three blocks three assists 13 rebounds he's been rock solid for some time uh nine of 11 from the line six of seven from the field neil i talked about how i was streaming brunson he was okay tonight 15 points the shooting was was good six of eight from the field for 15 points but only three assists and didn't do much else so uh you know what he did give me three three so i'll take that but um hoping for some more assists or for some steals or something um jackson got the start he only got two points in 17 minutes newitzki got the start but we know he's uh he's getting up there in age and only nine 
points in 11 minutes off the bench. I don't trust any of these bench guys, although Kleber had a, a pretty good game, 17 points, uh, four threes on six of 10 shooting from the field. Uh, other than that, though, not much else. Uh, what do you think of the Mavericks, Neil? Man, Dwight Powell has been a sensational. You know, I picked him up. Um, I didn't start him tonight because I'm, I'm kind of doing my games cap league. I'm trying to, like, I'm overpaced, so I don't need to, like, play everyone anymore. So I I thought about playing him tonight against the Kings, but my – and I should have. I mean, he had a monster night. The four blocks, 21 points, 13 rebounds. Um, anyway, uh, they don't have a very favorable schedule, just two games left. Um, Kleber, I know some, some people like him. I, I just don't trust him too much. Um, shot well tonight. If not – Kind of could have been a, yeah. He's okay. I just this is I think a pretty much a high water mark for him. Um, all right. Um, not much else to talk about there. Detroit against Denver, ninety two ninety five. The Nuggets hang on to a Pistons team that uh, played them really toughly. Griffin and Drummond had big nights. Um, let's see their wings. Wayne Ellington, someone that you could. Perhaps stream for three and D uh, tonight. Got four three pointers. No, no defensive stats. No steals. Unfortunately, Bruce Brown has not been fantasy relevant. Reggie Jackson had one of his good games: seventeen points, four rebounds, five assists, two three pointers, and a steal. Kennard thirty one minutes off the bench, but this is kind of an empty line. Not much here. Um, I said maybe throw him into your lineup. Uh, take a flyer. This is why flyers sometimes don't work out. Eight point seven rebounds. Two assists, two three pointers. So it didn't, wasn't horrible, but not good. Uh, Galloway, Thon McCurr, Ish Smith, um, all get decent minutes, but don't do anything fantasy wise. I don't have any thoughts on Detroit. I mean, the only guy who might be available would be, well, two guys might be available Reggie Jackson and Ellington. And I, I don't trust them too much. Uh, anyway, any thoughts on the Pistons? Man, I have zero thoughts on the Pistons. They, they, I just, I just shake my head every time. They just, I don't know, man. I'm just gonna move on <laughs> to the Nuggets. Uh, Denver, uh, Denver, Millsap with double double, ten points, thirteen rebounds, five assists, a steal, a block. Shooting wasn't too great. It was only two of ten from the field, but also gave you a three and shot five of six from the line. Jamal Murray with a pretty good game here. 33 points. Love the scoring there. One steal, five assists, three rebounds. He had three threes and shot 12 of 19 from the field, six of seven from the line. Uh, Gary Harris, this one was a disappointment. Only three points in 36 minutes. I mean, he only shot one of five from the field in 36 minutes. So very disappointing from him. Um, Will Barton did not shoot well. He didn't shoot well also was only four of 13 from the field in 33 minutes. He only had 10 points, but a steal and assist and seven rebounds. He also had two threes. Probably the best line of the night is uh, Jokic, 23 points, uh, two assists, 15 boards, 10 of 24 from the field, three of five from the line. Actually, probably Jamal Murray's line is a, was a little bit better than that. Um, not much else to talk about with so many heavy lifters in the starting five. It's just not much else left for these bench guys. I hope nobody is counting or streaming these bench guys. I play in some deep leagues like, uh, you know, 14 to 16 team leagues. And I'm not, I wouldn't even look at these bench guys. Neil, what do you think of the nuggets? 
Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry about oh, that. Sorry, right. I had I had my mute on there for a second. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Denver does have three games uh, remaining this week: Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh-huh. So a good weekend schedule. Um, uh, well, don't scold me, but I am I am I am streaming Mason Plumley. Uh, uh, we'll you know see. what? You know what? Yeah. He actually he double doubled tonight. So actually, that's not bad. I mean, ten points. 11. 11 boards gave you a block. So yeah. I guess if you are going to stream anyone, he would be the guy. And if the, if the schedule's favorable, yeah, we'll do, why not? Well, yeah, you know, I, I won last week in blocks with about 20 blocks. I think that's about what, what you need for a week. So if he can give you in those next three games four or five blocks total, I mean, that, that can make a difference in that category. So I'm going to roll with him um, just because I just think uh, – I don't know. He can just get. He can just do decent stats and, and low low end minutes. And it's a it's a deep league. It's fourteen teams. So yeah, it's a deeper league. Um, that's really it. Um, maybe stream guys here um, on the weekend if you're just really strapped, like Adrian said. Um, other than that, though, no changes here. Um, all right, Adrian. We got through a big Tuesday night. Um, I think uh, I think we're ready to call it a day. Any last minute thoughts before we sign off? Oh, I should that, mention, we are signing off. But Brandon Marcus, um, we'll be back for the last game. The Lakers playing the Washington Wizards right now. It is 57 to 47 in the second period. Um, but he will be breaking down that game. All right. Now, Adrian, before you sign off, you have any thoughts? Uh, no thoughts. Just a great night of, of, basketball a lot of a lot of big fantasy lines you guys so hopefully you guys are having a good championship week or a good uh a good fantasy playoff uh that's all i got man that was a doozy neil (laughs) that was a doozy (laughs) yes well we'll be back tomorrow night it's a slower night adrian just four games i think you can make it through uh, excuse me Uh. five games but i only have to do three of them so I'm kind of excited, Adrian. You have to do two by yourself. Sorry. That feels like a vacation. <laughs> that feels like a vacation after tonight, you guys. All right. Uh, I'm going to sign us out of here. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening, supporting the show. It means a lot to us. Hit us hit us up on Twitter. You can reach Neil at Ball with Neil. You can hit me up at Adrian Benjamins. Is that my Twitter? I don't even remember my Twitter. I just totally forgot my Twitter handle, but I think that's it. Um, Brandon, the great Brandon Marcus, will be back for the final game. So stick around. Thanks, you guys. Adrian, Neil, much appreciated, my two guys. Let's talk some Wizards and Lakers. That game just wrapped up over at Staples Center. The Lakers pull off a 124-106 win over the Wiz. And in Lakerland, LeBron James, 23.7 rebounds, 14 assists, 11 of 20 shooting, 34 minutes. Obviously, he was tremendous tonight. However, be very careful because the Lakers are playing a back-to-back, which means they will play tomorrow and I would be very surprised to see LeBron James suit up in that one. So perhaps more shots to go around for Contavious Caldwell-Pope. 29 points, 5 rebounds, 2 steals for him tonight. 10 of 17 from the field, 6 of 12 from 3. I was thinking about grabbing him to start him today and tomorrow, knowing the Lakers were going to have that back-to-back. I did not, and I am kicking myself for it because he put together a heck of a line. JaVale McGee, boy, this guy is going to win some fantasy championships. 20 points, 15 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, 4 block shots. He has been a man on a mission, 9 of 11 from the field. Kuzma, 15 points, 4 rebounds, 5 of 15. He has not been that great recently. Um, Apart from those guys, Rondo had 7 points and 10 assists with 2 steals. So if you need points, 
Um, he's really not the guy to go to. Assists and steals, though, he can help you out there. Uh, the three guys, obviously, that performed tonight, James, McGee, Kendavious, Caldwell-Pope. Um, McGee and Caldwell-Pope, the question is, what do you do with them? McGee probably added in most year leagues. Um, if he's not, definitely a guy that I would add, considering that they still have tomorrow at Utah, Friday versus Charlotte, and Sunday at New Orleans. So still three games left. Possible that McGee sits tomorrow. Um, you never know what the Lakers are going to do. But... If you get the all-clear that he's going to play, definitely worth playing him. Um, same with Caldwell Pope. If you need threes, that's three games, which I'm happy to do. Say you have a guy like Isaac that played the first two games of the week. I know he had a really good game tonight. Um, the guys talked about that. But the question is, do you want to drop him and then maybe get the final three games of a guy like Caldwell Pope to help you in threes? Kind of up to what you want to do. But just know that they still have three games at Utah on Wednesday. Versus Charlotte on Friday at New Orleans on Sunday. So, that's the Lakers side. I don't think there's really anybody else you would want to go into. Anybody on the bench. Caruso was not good tonight. Stevenson did have 10 rebounds, 5 assists with 7 points in 25 minutes. He will get a bump most likely if LeBron sits. So, perhaps someone to stream. But I'm guessing you want to use your pickups a little wiser than that. Um, on the Wizards side. It was the Bradley Beal show. 32 points for him in 37 minutes. Myself, I added Thomas Bryant, knowing that the Wizards also have a back-to-back. They played, obviously, today against the Lakers. They'll play tomorrow at Phoenix, Friday at Utah, then Sunday at Denver. Bryant was not that good tonight. Seven points, six rebounds. Did play 28 minutes, so I'm okay with that. Um, hopefully, he plays the same out tomorrow against the, uh, the Suns and does much better because I don't think the Suns are going to pose as much of a problem in the middle um, with McGee versus Aiton. But we'll have to see. Um, like I said, Beal was great. Sadoransky, 11 assists to go with 8 points, 5 rebounds, 37 minutes. He's been solid. Um, Ariza actually got the start despite the doubtful tag um, with the groin injury, and he got hurt. So he only played 7 minutes, and because of that, Jabari Parker played 30, 8 of 15, 18 points, 5 rebounds. And then Portis, 10 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists, a steal, and a block. I'm okay adding Portis and Parker. Um, I'm assuming that Beal, Sadoransky, and those two obviously are taken. Um, so Parker and Portis I'm good with if you want to go ahead and get those three remaining games with Phoenix, Utah, and Denver. Just know that all three of them are on the road, and you do have a potential for it to be blowouts at Utah and at Denver. So tread carefully. Um, I'm going with Thomas Bryant for these two games at least. Obviously, the Laker game tonight and then tomorrow at Phoenix. And then I'll kind of reevaluate. He might be a guy I drop for somebody like Tyus Jones, who's going to go Friday and Saturday. Uh, just use your pickups wisely because you'll have guys that will go Friday, Saturday. And you also have a group of guys that are going Saturday and Sunday. Um, teams like the Clippers and the Kings are two of the teams that are going Saturday and Sunday. And I believe Memphis as well. Um, DeLon Wright is a guy that perhaps could be an ad if he hasn't been added already. So that kind of crosses off both those teams, I think, because Beal's taken, and then, like I said, Bryant and Parker, kind of up to what you want to do with those guys. Um, but they produce. It's just a matter of what categories you need. Parker points and rebounds, um, shoots decent. Porter points, rebounds, blocks. Uh, Parker should get you maybe a steal or two. He didn't get any tonight, but something to watch. Um, this is obviously two bad teams, so it's kind of, kind of tough to trust either of these teams. 
because um, you don't know who's going to actually get the majority of the minutes and if the game's going to be a blowout. So that's really the the lowdown on this game. Uh, hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure that uh, you continue to listen, subscribe. Uh, it's been the Box Square Breakdown. I'm Brandon Marcus. Follow me on Twitter at BDMarcus. Until next time, good luck and enjoy the rest of your fantasy playoffs, whether you're in the championship or the semifinals. Enjoy it, and we'll talk to you soon. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.